Financial Flex with Lex, episode number three. Today, I'm so excited because we have our very first friend to the podcast. I know that this podcast is tracking my personal journey to getting out of debt, but I also think it's super important to speak with other people, especially millennials, about their own relationship with money. I understand that when it comes to finance, it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all. But there are common themes that I believe we can all learn from. So, throughout my podcast, you'll hear from different people from all walks of life. And hopefully you learn a thing or two to implement in your own life. After all, we're all in this together. The first friend to the podcast is also a friend in real life. Chioma gladly volunteered to be one of my guests when I was looking for fellow millennials to share their own stories. She recently graduated from Rutgers University in New Jersey and received her bachelor's degree in accounting. Chioma is working within the finance industry, and when she's not, you can find her running her fashion and lifestyle blog, Shine, Wit, Grace. When it comes to money, Chioma considers herself to be both a spender and a saver, but finds it way more important to spend money on experiences as opposed to material items. So, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey, Chioma. Hey. <laughs> so how are you? Good, how are you? Great, can't complain. Good. So thank you so much for being the very first friend to the podcast. Um yes. <laughs> I appreciate it so so much. So let's just dive right in. So for those um listening who may not know who you are, can you just give us a little bit of background, tell us your story a little bit as to who you are? Okay. So my name is Choma. I graduated from Rutgers in May, so I'm a recent college grad. Um, grew up in Newark, New Jersey. I'm originally from Nigeria, but I always say both. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I recently, I guess I started working in financial services, so that's like what I do now. And um, on the side, I have a fashion and motivational blog that I love so much called Shine With Grace. So that's like my passion hobby and yeah like I'm really excited to be here today like I'm so happy that like you're starting this because I feel like you know a lot of us as millennials we don't really talk openly about like personal finance and like student loans so the fact that you have this platform to be very transparent about that I'm so excited to see, like, where this podcast goes. Thank you. And I feel so honored to be the first guest. I'm like, this is so great. I love it. I'm so happy. I'm, like, beyond honored to have you as the very first guest. I couldn't have... I'm so happy you agreed to do this. Couldn't have had a better person uh, to to start this with. Um, So, let's talk about finances so um growing up what was your own personal experience like with money because I know for me personally I've said it before um I was always told that I needed to save but I was never really taught how to save and what that really looked like so can you tell me about your experiences right yeah and just a disclaimer, I'm not, like, a financial expert at all. I feel like these are the things you just kind of learn as you go. Yeah. And very similar to you, like, same thing. My parents, very, like, emphasize, like, saving, saving, saving. And 
I guess, like, growing up, uh, my first experience with money started with, like, my weekly allowances. <laughs> so that was, like, 20 or 10 bucks, like, when I was in elementary, middle school, um, and, and high school as well. So even one thing I, I noticed is that when I would be given this money, my parents always tell me, like, okay, you're getting, let's say, $10 for the week. Save. <laughs> and I, I think early on, I understood like the importance of saving and I, and I would kind of challenge myself to save so that by my next allowance I wouldn't be like completely broke <laughs> so like my parents would kind of like commend me on that because by the next week or the next two weeks I would still have some leftover money even if it was only like five dollars or three dollars the fact mm-hmm. that you know I didn't squander <laughs> the whole twenty dollars <laughs> and one thing um that my parents really talked about was like money that does not grow on trees. Oh yeah, and I think like it didn't that whole like I guess mindset didn't click for me until I started working for myself because it's a little different. Like the way you treat money when you are getting it without earning it is different than when you start working and you understand like every hour counts. Yeah, so definitely. when I got to college, that's when I had my first job. Was actually in college. I had a work study. Um, position at my university as a lab consultant where I worked in the library mm-hmm. and yeah I would get like my weekly paychecks and I started understanding like okay I worked my butt off for this paycheck so I'm not going to be reckless exactly <laughs> you start like you spent before you spend like your money on anything you're calculating you're like how many hours did it take exactly. for me to earn, to earn this exactly you start like <laughs> understanding like that whole like okay I worked like 20 hours for this I'm not going to be reckless (laughs) so (laughs) so yeah so that's kind of like so even like in college I always would try to save a little bit Mm -hmm. and my my goal was like I never wanted to ask my parents for money yeah so like and I I think I was able to like maintain that throughout college so yeah save my parents always taught me like the importance of saving and not the, the cute don't squander <laughs> I never wanted to squander my money so yeah that, that was like my experience growing up <laughs> that's so funny so yeah. with you being able to kind of grasp the concept of saving do you think that naturally um would you consider yourself a saver or would you consider yourself to be more of a spender or is it a balance of both yeah I'll definitely say it's, it's both <laughs> Because I like I think just for me I understand the importance of saving, but then sometimes like understanding something in theory doesn't always mean you put it into practice. Mm-hmm. But there are some things like that I love that I love to spend money on. For example, food. Oh yes, <laughs> I love. I- <laughs> so like I spend a lot of I and it's crazy because sometimes I'm like looking at like my money like I'm like okay. Um, where did this money go? Like, where, where is it going? And, and a lot of it goes to food. Yeah. And I, I'm always so shocked, <laughs> like, how much money. Because I would think, okay, maybe I'm first buying, like, you know, clothing and stuff like that. But it's, like, food. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, food is definitely a big a big thing. You, like, look at your bank statement and you're like, wait, <laughs> did I really go to this place, like, five times, like, exactly, in a week? Exactly. What's going on? Yeah, no. Exactly. And even, like, simple stuff like Starbucks, like, yeah. those things add up, you they know? They definitely so add up. So, I think it's definitely, like, both. I, I'm, I'm a saver, but I'm also a spender because I love food. I love fashion. I love to shop. Um, 
and I definitely love experiences. I love concerts, and that's something that I don't, I love spending money on. Like I don't mind spending money for a, for a concert because mm-hmm. I know that I enjoy like the artist and the music. Yeah. So I'm kind of like both because I'll save money. But then I also want to spend it on, like, the things that I really, really love. Yeah, you're not just, like, you're not just, like, oh, you know what? Let me just drop 150 bucks on a pair of shoes that I'll probably wear once. You like to kind of make the most out of your money, which is awesome. Yeah, no, definitely. And and just kind of even on that, like, I actually had an experience where I did purchase something that I thought I would, like, somehow change my life. (laughs) (laughs) Like, because, you know, growing up, you, you see things and you kind of, like, want to acquire it, thinking, like, this material thing would make you happier or something like that. Yeah. And, like, I remember, like, being in college and, like, I, I was interning, so, like, I made, like, I guess a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. And, like, don't get me wrong, I was able to pay some of my student loans and, like, help mm-hmm. out at home and take care of my responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted this, like, really... I guess this is the material thing and I remember like saving like money for it mm-hmm. like I remember like okay I'm gonna save this money I want to purchase this thing and then finally I got it and I realized this thing doesn't have <laughs> any value to my life you know I I only use the thing once and it's like okay life is more than just material things and I'm literally currently selling this thing <laughs> so yeah I think I think understanding, like, for me, like, my new kind of, like, mantra about, like, money is just, is this thing, or whatever I'm putting my money in, am I being intentional about it? Like, what's the why behind why why I'm purchasing this thing? That is so important. Yeah, like, having, like, a good reason to buy something, or, for example, like, I'm I'm really trying to invest in, like, traveling more and, like, widening like my perspective on the world yeah and and that's like the stuff that i'd rather invest in as opposed to um material things but don't get me wrong i still love fashion and and being like a fashion blogger and someone who loves that stuff i found that there are other ways to make it work on the budget mm-hmm, <laughs> so like for example when i was in high school six, like literally 85% of my closet was thrifted. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, and yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, like, growing up, like, people would always ask me, like, oh, like, where did you get your stuff from? And, and I'll tell them, like, a thrift, a thrift store. So, like, um, when, I, when I, I live in Newark, so there was this thrift shop that used to be open. It's no longer open. And they had some type of, like, some type of contract, like, a department store where they would basically send them their like old like sample they say it's like a season passes and like they didn't sell everything mm-hmm. they'll just literally send it over to the thrift store so you'll find things like kate spade and like different designers and like tommy hilfiger at a thrift store for like five bucks oh my goodness stop i need <laughs> yeah. to find one of those <coughs> i need to find one of those oh my yeah, goodness but unfortunately it closed down it's no longer running but yeah i remember being in high school and like shopping there with my mom and like finding really good deals and even today um i shop at marshall's i get all my work clothing from marshall's um recently i started shopping at forever 21 (laughs) really (laughs) that place gives me such that place gives me such anxiety because it's always so messy there's like clothes everywhere marshall's no forever 21 (laughs) you have to go to like a good one because there's certain marshall's that i just i just can't like it's just like impossible but 
the one I go to is like on Route 10. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very small. Like I don't think a lot of people go there, so it's never crowded. And I find really nice things for like really good prices. Mm-hmm. And like even going back to like Forever 21, like I don't know. So I don't know where I've heard this, but I heard like if you're not 21, like you shouldn't be shopping <laughs> shopping there. <laughs> but like I went on their website recently because I just wanted to do like an experiment because I I love ASOS. I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with ASOS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I love ASOS, but ASOS doesn't love my bank account. It's no. like, their stuff is so expensive. <laughs> like, very, very expensive. So, and I remember seeing, like, a top that I really, really wanted on ASOS, but it was, like, $45. And the top was, like, a crop top. It wasn't even, like, you know, a really, like, substantial amount of material for mm-hmm. $45. So I'm like, okay, this is extreme. But I went on Fair 21, and I noticed, like, they have... The same type of styles, the same type of trends, but the only difference is the price. So I literally went on Forever 21, found a crop top very similar. You won't believe the price on Forever 21. What was it? $6.50. Of course. What a (laughs) steal. I was just like in shock. So I I bought the shirt happily for $6. (laughs) And yeah, so like it's just kind of having like this mindset, like for me, I don't really care where I get it from, but it's just knowing, like, am I making, is the, is the money I'm putting towards it reasonable? Because yeah. then that kind of gives you peace that, okay, I'm able to shop, but I know I'm not, like, going, exceeding, like, living above my means in a way. Yeah, so, exactly. That's, yeah. So that's actually a great segue into my next question. Um, what are some things that you wished you knew about money before that you know now? Mm, it's a good question. Um, I would say, like, one thing I wish I knew is that money, like, there's no right or wrong way to handle it. I think it's, actually, that, that's a lie. Actually, there is, there is a right or wrong way to handle money. But what I'm trying to say is that everything you do with money should should reflect what you value and what you, I guess, believe in. Because I can't tell, you can't, it's really hard to advise someone on how to, like, handle money if you don't, if you're not that person. Because you yeah. all have different goals and aspirations. Exactly. And, you know, different purposes. So how I handle money may be different from how someone else handles money, depending on what they want to do with, like, you know, with their career or, like, with their personal life. So I think going back to your question, I guess what I wish I knew about money, hmm. If you can't think of anything, that's fine. Yeah, because I think the key thing, like, the key thing for me is just, like, knowing, like, because I think, what are you going to say? Because I, I think from a young age, I understood the, the value of saving. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not like, you know, I've lived my life not saving. Like, I've always understood that and always kind of put that into practice. Yeah. But I think now, like, being like, I guess, an adult or a young young adult, I think it's understanding, like, saving is, is good, but then also being able to, like, invest in yourself. So... Nice. Um, what I wish I knew is just that. It's not just about saving. It's kind of, like, finding ways to, like, invest your money. And that's just, like, speaking broadly. Like, mm-hmm. that can mean just buying, like, a book and learning more about a particular skill so you yeah. can add more value to yourself. So... I think I think what I wish I knew about money is that there should always be like a goal and that goal should be aligned with something 
that's meaningful to me. So, like I said, my like my goal with money isn't to save a bunch of money so I can acquire material things. It's to save, invest, and then have like a more fulfilling life. So I think understanding what I wish I knew is knowing and having a purposeful why behind why I'm doing what I'm doing with my money. Nice. I I like that. I think I couldn't agree more about the whole um, having a why um, behind your money and and taking the time to invest invest in yourself and not necessarily like in like actual like investing like in stocks and stuff, but, you know, taking the time to, you know, buy that book or maybe going on that trip, just like basically enhancing and like making your life that much richer. Um, Exactly. Yeah, I love that. So, what's one myth that, if you've heard any myth at all, what's one myth that you've heard about um, saving money? Yeah, Um, when it comes to saving, I guess, like, even going back on what we just talked about, like, there's no right or wrong way to save. I think sometimes people make it seem like if you're not saving X amount of money, then you're not doing it correctly. And mm-hmm. I think that's very false and a little misleading because, like like I said, in the beginning, when you're saving or when you're doing your personal finances, you, you have, like, a why at the end. Like, there's something that you want to achieve. And, like, that's different for everyone. But because the end goal is different from, like, well, what I want to do is different from what the person next door wants to do. We're not going to have the same metrics. So I can't yeah. compare. You know, I can't say that. Like, for example, saving $10 a month is just as valuable as saving $500, $500 a month, depending on what you're doing. For example, I could be right. What if I have a business that I need to invest my money in? So I'm not able to save, you know, that extra $100 mm-hmm. because I'm putting that $100 into this business that I want to you know, I want to grow. Yeah. Or what if I'm, I'm I'm a musician and I, you know, I I need to pay for my studio time. I need to pay for like my producer. So you know, but this is something I believe in. So I'm putting my money towards that. And I feel like that's just as important as it is to just save. Because some people get, I think the myth is like save, 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 and just kind of be still and don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so you have yeah. That dream amount, and I think that's kind of like. Yes, it helps. Like, it's good to save money, but, you know, you need to also, like, think about your future and think about the type of experiences that you want to, exactly. you know, have. You don't, you don't want to just live your life to save. And yeah, then, exactly. you know, five years goes by and all you did was save. save. And then you're almost, like, 30 and you didn't really, like, live life or, or go for your dream. Exactly. I think that's more what I'm going for. Like, go for your, like, whatever it is that you believe in, like, try to find ways to invest in that while trying to save so i would say like the myth is there's right or wrong way to do it that's not true it just depends on i definitely i definitely agree um especially when you said that oh my goodness why am i blinking oh i'm blinking um especially when you said that oh that like when people who are saving they feel like you can't do anything it's like they just cut out everything and they're like yeah. no nope, i i i have i can't i can't spend i can't spend a dime dime of my money i have to just sit here and just like let all my money pile up but that's not the case like you you do have the right to enjoy your money like exactly no definitely that's so true um, yeah, and it just depends on you. Like, everyone's different. Like, for example, like, even, like, 
living at home versus not living at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, I think that's just, it depends on the person. Like some people need that time by themselves to develop. Well, what, what if you need that independence to kind of become who you're supposed to become? Mm-hmm. So I, I can't say someone who's deciding to move out and live on their own is wrong, you know, because what if that's what they need? So them using that money to to spend on rent is not bad because nope. even though they're paying rent, the value of becoming their own person and learning more about themselves is going to pay off in the future. Exactly. As opposed to staying home and knowing you're not growing and you're not developing. So it just depends. Like, I, there's no right or wrong way to do it. I think it's just important for the person mm-hmm. to understand, like, what they need and what they what type of choices they need to, to make to get to where they need to be. Yeah. Nice. Um... So, a little segue here, but um, do you use any, I guess, like, budgeting apps or just, like, any financial tools, like, in your day-to-day life just to keep you on track? Yeah, so, like, there's this app, um, I need to get better at using it, but it's called Mint. And yeah, I have Mint. Basic, you, you, yeah, you have okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just telling me about it. <laughs> I downloaded it, but I don't use it. Um, but it's helpful because I think, like, I'm really big on, like, visualization. So, mm-hmm. like, just seeing, literally seeing that dashboard that tells you how much yeah. money you spent in a day or a week really puts things into perspective. Because when you're swiping your card, you don't really, like, it doesn't add up to you. You know, you just think, okay, like, like I bought this. Yeah, like, I bought a, a Starbucks coffee today, bought lunch, bought dinner, paid for my transportation. And then when you see it all, like, how the total, you're like, oh, my God, why is this so much money? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think that really helps, like, just seeing it, like, yeah. will, you know, make you understand, like, how much money you're really spending. I've heard and- the same, like, people kind of have that same feeling when they're using cash versus, like, a debit card. Because, like, yeah. let's just say mm-hmm. if you have $100 <laughs> cash, like, any time you... Ha- like, you have to shell out that $100, like, any amount from that $100, like, it's almost physically painful because you can see, like, oh, my, like, I'm physically handing you 50 bucks. I'm physically handing you 25 bucks. And you can, like, see your little pile of money, like, decrease. But with a card, you're just, like, swipe, 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 like, whatever. And then you yeah. don't even check your bank statement until the end of the month. And you're, like, whoa. So, um... Yeah, I, no. I feel like uh, just vis- visualizations and dashboards are definitely helpful when you're trying to kind of, like, see where your money is going. Absolutely, that's so true. And I hate carrying cash because of, like, I just find it so inconvenient, but it does help because you don't have it anymore. It's no longer tangible in your hands. You know that the money's gone, like, for good. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I definitely agree. And, like, even, like, um, for books, um there's a book by Tiffany, um, The Budget Nisha. You you know her. Uh, I love her. Tiffany yeah. L.E.J. Yeah, and in June, we're going to see her at the conference. Yes. I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, so she has a book called The One Week Budget, and I remember purchasing it like my freshman year in college, and it's really, really helpful because it really breaks down personal finance for beginners. Because sometimes, like, I don't know if it's the word finance, but, like, it does intimidate people. No, the wor- that <laughs> word is very intimidating. It sounds very, like, I don't even know. But, no, it definitely does sound like you're just like, uh, this doesn't sound friendly at all. I'm just going to ignore it. 
Exactly. So it's like for her, like the way she breaks it down, like she makes it very like beginner friendly. And even if you don't know anything about finance or like personal finance, whatever, like you, you are able to understand like how to make a budget and how to plan for the future. And like, she talks about everything like credit, loans, everything. So I recommend that book because I found it very, very helpful. It's on, it's on Amazon. You can get it anywhere. Um, it's The One Week Budget by Tiffany Aliche, and she's known as the Budget Nista. Yep. And she has, like, um, an Instagram um, profile where she talks a lot about, like, you know, just personal saving tips, like any types of general tips and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And she's on, she was featured on The Real, so I thought that was pretty cool. Like a oh, finance yeah. contributor. Oh, yeah, so, I saw that on her Instagram. She also has a podcast called... Um, oh the uh called brown ambition it's like her and this other girl named mandy woodruff and they and they discuss life and finances and all that stuff too so that's another um another outlet she has as well i didn't know she had a podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's 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 pretty good i always listen to it um so i know for me my big financial goal is to pay off my student loans in two years. So for you, what's one big financial goal that you hope to accomplish? Yeah, yeah, very similar to you. I also have a plan to pay off my student debt. I say by 25. I'm 22 right now. So, okay, okay. Yeah, three years is not bad at all. Yeah, so that's like my goal. And then also like this year, I made a goal to save like a certain amount of money and I'm really happy because I feel like I'm getting there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, I think the, the broader thing for me is just being, like, being more accountable for, like, the money I'm spending. And just overall, I think for me, just having, like, a good relationship with money, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, my big financial goal. Because, you know, it's good to set little goals. But I think the bigger picture is to just maintain that, like, lifestyle and being more, like, responsible with money and, you know, understanding, like, the value of saving and investing. So that's, like, my big financial goal. So just be good with finances. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Like, for life. So that when I have kids and, like, you know, I can explain to them and, like, teach them as well. So, yeah, I think, yeah. I think just being more aware and really making that effort to be good with your finances, I think that is so important, not only for for you but later on like down the line it changes your whole entire family tree when you're when you're good with finances because you're setting the tone for your kids and your kids kid and you know this whole thing um about like generational wealth and just being able to like you know set that good foundation so that you know Mm -hmm. hopefully one day you can pass that down to your kids and then they make that even bigger and then it just it just it it really really changes um the uh I guess your personal financial landscape but I know for me personally Mm -hmm. that's something I like 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 you've like you've mentioned before like the big why I think for me that's like besides not having to give anyone any money I think for me my big why is being able to change my family tree and the way we handle and the way we talk about money and um I I don't want my kids to have to you know make the same mistakes that that I made so um and like also in and teaching my sisters like you know this is how you handle money or like this is how you should Mm -hmm. start thinking about money so yeah um right I definitely agree agree. 
So, we have the very, very last question here. <laughs> if you had to talk to 16-year-old Chioma and sit her down, what is one tip that you would tell her about handling money? Like, what would you, like, what would, what would be your advice? That's a good question. Um, my advice would probably be around, like, just my mindset around money. Um, I would, I would tell my 16-year-old self to just kind of be optimistic, be patient, and understand, like, your better days are ahead. Hmm. And I would still tell myself that now, because I think sometimes, like, you know, and I, it could be, like, because of social media, you see things, you see people doing things that maybe you want to do. Because I remember being young, and there, maybe there were things that I wanted to have or places that I wanted to go that I couldn't afford. Mm-hmm. So I'd always kind of, like, kind of beat myself up about it and be, like, really sad. <laughs> because, Aww. you know, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't have certain things. I couldn't do certain things. So, like, I would tell myself, like, you know, be patient. Like, make sacrifices so that, you know, make sacrifices for today so that tomorrow can be better so I still tell myself that that now because you know maybe there are things like now like I still want to do but I would have to stretch myself a bit to do those things but is it worth it you know Mm -hmm. maybe like for example like let's say like for example like there's like a amazing like five-star trip you want to take yeah you can do it technically you could take out a loan you could you know use your credit card but it's like is it worth it you know yeah. Maybe in the next, who's to say in the next year or two, you will, you you could be able to do those things, you know, a lot more easy, mm-hmm. easily without kind of putting yourself in a detrimental position. Yeah. But I think that whole idea of like having patience and kind of being you know, humble or having that humility and saying, okay, I'm gonna sacrifice now, like I'm gonna, you know, right now like, I'm staying at home, like I'm I'm staying at home, saving money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, yeah, like, but that doesn't mean, like, in the future, I won't eventually, like, have my own place. So just kind of maintaining, like, that humble spirit and staying grounded yeah. is what I would tell my 16-year-old self. And even still today, just waiting, like, to, not waiting, but, like, being patient and knowing that better days are ahead. I, never know. I love that. Like, I'm probably going to write that down in my journal or, like, no, on a sticky note every day. <laughs> and tell myself that every day. That, um, I couldn't agree with that, with that more. Um, so, dude, thank you so, 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 so much for doing this. Anytime. Anytime. Um, I'm so I, I, I'm so happy. I am, um, so tell people where they can, like, follow you on Instagram or, like, Twitter or, um, I'll link your your uh, your blog in the description box, but yeah, um, yeah. just if you want people to like follow you or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So you guys can follow me at Shine with Grace W I T Grace. Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram, and yeah, I'll be posting on my blog more often. So yeah, if you're just in like fashion and like motivational stuff, definitely follow me. So, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Alex. Nice. I'm so excited. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you.